And we're back. A Freaky Friday edition of the Mac and Beast podcast. As always, I'm Bogart Light across the glass. Cody McKay. Mac, how you doing? That might be the <laughs> loosest I've ever seen you on an intro. Seen it's a you. loose song. It is a loose song. Hopefully, It's, it's a, a Friday. Freak, hopefully it's a freaky Saturday, too, after the win tomorrow. Yeah, we'll get into that. How are you feeling? Did you say it? You didn't say anything. How are you I'm, feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling okay. real good. Tigers got a win. Yeah, just got a win. I, I don't know. That's that's not really the reason why I'm feeling good because I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> indifferent on that. I'm happy yeah. we got Ron Gardenhire, yeah. so He looks good. Yeah, he we'll, does. We'll, t- we'll talk about them later, but you alluded to it. Big weekend for us, for Huge. the university. One of the biggest in my sports career. Yeah. Um, Michigan taking on Loyola of Chicago tomorrow night, 609 tip. I there's a lot of things there's a lot of things to to parse through. Mm-hmm. First, how are you feeling going into the game? I feel really good, and you know why I feel really good? <laughs> why? Because we got John Bewine in our corner. Yeah, and, and you know what? That seems that's enough for me. That's all I need. <laughs> are you <laughs> guys got a week to prepare for for, for Loyola? A team. You know, who's tough to prepare for? They are really like we we talked about it before the show. Really balanced. Um, ten guys averaging double digits. Ah, I said it again. Five, Five. guys <laughs> averaging double digits. Wow. Um, kind of an outside shooting team. They've been shooting great. They've been shooting sixty percent from two in this whole tournament, which is pretty crazy. They're forty mm-hmm. percent almost. They have a lot of guys that are forty percent from three. I think three or four on the season that are above forty percent from three, wow. which is crazy. So a similar team to Michigan, very fundamentally sound. Yeah, do everything well. They don't do anything spectacularly great, mm-hmm. um, but they don't make a lot of mistakes, which is kind of why they're here in the tournament. They've they've played their game, they've stuck to their game plan, and they haven't, you know, shied away from the challenges that they've faced thus far. I think that was one thing I heard their coach talk about. You know, it's, he's trying to take it business as normal, but it's it's now the final four. I mean, yeah. it's not normal, so you have to let them take it in. A lot of their games have been close. It's not like they've all, been. I mean, yeah, all of them. I mean, Michigan's have as well, except for the one. Both teams have had just one blow, and the rest are close. But it's it's a tournament. That's what you expect. Exactly, and for different reasons, Michigan's game were close because they've played almost three close to worst case games, minus the defense. Yeah, but Loyola's played very well, and Loyola's played but, very well, and they're close. Exactly. But I mean, that could happen. Are you worried? Do they worry you? Yes. They're they're America's team. They're we're they're the Globe's team, <clears throat> and. Oh God, they're God's team. I yes. think. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. <laughs> so, I know they are. There's a lot of things. It sucks being in the position to root against them. Sucks. It sucks that I have to. I have to root in essence against a 98 year old nun. Is she a she, nun? She's a nun. Yeah, she was a nun. She's the team chaplain. I believe is her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. So yeah, it's tough. It's not fun. I don't like being in the position, but you have to do what you gotta do, Sister Jean. She's going to go down, and I think it's. I th- I think it should be ugly tomorrow. Yeah, I was really surprised on ESPN article with all of their analysts picking the game. Not and by all, I don't mean like the four mm, on the show. I mean mm-hmm. like like yeah, the, yeah, the people yeah, you yeah. don't know the names. Yeah, yeah. There's all the writers. It was about fifty fifty. Really? Yeah, Jay Billis. Ramblers. Oh, that one hurts. Yeah, whatever. That guy doesn't know <laughs> what the hell he's talking about. I'm I'm a Billis guy anyway. I people were Michigan's got no talk. I was what I haven't listened to the media really the last couple right. days, but Monday, Tuesday, it was literally the Kansas Duke game, obviously, because that was a ridiculous game. How Villanova should be the overwhelming favorite, and then they were saying, Can Loyola do it? 
No talk. Like, Michigan would come in, like, just in the Loyola talk, but nothing about Michigan. People, I believe, are underestimated. They think this side of the bracket is whatever. They're just going to be the loser, yeah, it's, the it, runner-up. Yeah. But I've been, I've been saying it here. I've been saying it a month ago. The only team that can beat Michigan when they're playing well, I believed, was Duke. And Duke's out of it now. So if I, so it's our tournament to lose. I, if they play well, if they play well against Loyola, that thing should be over mid second half. Yep. If yep. not early. If we're shooting, oh my God, 35 percent from, from three, three, that thing yeah. should be over. We shot four of twenty two. Yeah. That was an ugly game. The Florida State game was ugly. Yeah. An ugly scene afterward too, but we won't get into that. <laughs> um I don't know. Can they do it? I think there's no question that Loyola can do it. Will they do it? A completely different story. I think they can do it, but I, I've i said it for every other game, too. Like I, A loss, the possibility of a loss just isn't occurring to me. I'm not nervous. Like, I'm go- like tomorrow is the Final Four, and it's not like, oh, my God, like this is a huge game. Like, oh, my God. I'm going into the game tomorrow, and I'm expecting a win. And I hope that Villanova wins the other side of the bracket. I told you, I want Villanova because everybody's – saucing them up now. Villanova is the best team. Obviously, Villanova is the best team, but I'm pretty scared of, of both teams. But there's a lot of guys on Kansas that I'm kind of terrified of. I'm I think not, Kansas can win that game. I'm less terrified of Kansas than Villanova. And it just comes down to their best player is their point guard. Everything revolves around Devontae Graham. And Xavier Simpson is the best on-ball defender I've watched in college ever. Ever and like in depth because I've watched them in depth. That's probably a lot of you, you've spent an extensive amount of time watching. That's fair. Yeah. I think that's a fair statement. Like, I've I've watched a lot of Big Ten basketball, obviously tournament basketball, and I haven't seen an on-ball defender like Xavier Simpson. I'm sure other people can come up with other guys that they think are better than Xavier Simpson, but I'm telling you, when there is a fast break or when a guy's trying to break down Xavier Simpson, they never accomplish what they want to do, ever. He he is so crafty at getting his hands on the ball whenever, yeah. whenever he can. <laughs> we're watching. It's like there he is again, st- just tipping passes, stealing it. It's it that that's one thing I love about this team because the the amount of personalities that mesh perfectly on the roster. And there's not one big guy now. Mo great. hasn't been playing very well at all. It's it's been a team effort at all. But Xavier's been the quiet focused always mm-hmm. in the game plan guy I mean he's yeah, he's to have fun but he's been he's worked hard he's worked he's learned from Derek Walton and their run last year mm-hmm. he's really took on the leadership role I think that he's not getting credit for I do think every time I hear an interview yeah the player goes out of their way to talk about how everything on especially defense runs through Xavier yeah he said they get their energy from Xavier he's their motor he's their leader he's the guy that they're following and I mean they talk about Mars experience but still yeah. they don't talk about Rockman in the way that they talk about Simpson as far as a leader oh, in yes. the battle, which is which is really what you need as a point guard, and he's a young point guard at that. So I, that's what yeah. I've been impressed with. Then you have Mo, who's really been I think he's been steady. He has he I, hasn't been very good, but he's been he's been good in spots defensively. He's done a pretty good job rebounding he's the been ball. Better he's been better defensively than he has been, but he's been atrocious on offense. Yeah, minus offense the Texas A and M game. Yeah, it, there's nothing. Like, for example, we were at the Michigan State game, game where Mo just took over and he was the best player on the floor, wasn't close, and he just owned that game. We haven't had that game yet. I didn't say there was a big guy. Charles Matthews has technically been the big guy for Michigan. Um, I agree. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of fun to do mid-podcast. Tigers game still going on. 
call was overturned. And no, it he was, wasn't. He was called out, so we're in the bottom of the Oh, my right God, now. no. Yeah. So that's what Kurt... Oh, my God, no. Yeah. Uh, Ron Gardenhire got tossed, by the way. Oh! So that's good. That's God. good. That, that's good, at least. No, anyway, so back to the mission game. Uh, One thing, I mean, what I was talking about with Mo, though, I mean, I was kind of going through the roster and how everything kind of works out perfectly. He's become, he's turned into what I can call the sweetheart, I think, of the team. Really well-spoken. I mentioned to you, I was really impressed. He doesn't have an accent anymore. In this year's time, his English is almost impeccable. Like, he was, I was listening, I was listening to somebody talk and I didn't know who it was. I'm like, who, if you didn't, if you didn't know his background, you you wouldn't think he was born and no raised accent. in another country. He's got no accent now. Um, but he's he's really handled all of the media well. I think he's a guy that has taken a leadership role off the court for this team, mm-hmm. and he's kind of been the face of Michigan basketball, but not in the attention-grabbing way, more in the yeah. maturity way, I think. He's really taken that load off of a lot of the young guys, which can be tough coming into a Final Four. I mean, the amount of freshmen and sophomores that we have on this team. It's a young team. It's. I think it's actually really big that Mo is, is doing that and kind of taking a lot of the spotlight away from those guys. But, you know, Jordan Poole's the energy swag guy. Like I said, Xavier Simpson's the leader. Mar, kind of the veteran guy who's putting up 35 minutes a game, which is crazy. Has and to then, now, and then yeah. The, steady, the steadyman of the tournament has been Charles Matthews as far as performance goes. He's been, he's been really good. Lately, that game against Florida State, he the first half and some of the second half he was owning it defensively offensively he he's st- like he he stood out he's been on everybody he's been all very business. clearly he's been all business and he won out. most outstanding player for the region there was like three how many was there three or four michigan players on the three on the all uh, region team? all region team yeah that was good to see i was yeah I was yeah i mean that. obviously they won it so they're going to have yeah just a, a majority but crazy defense has been the key one i mean it's in that in that Florida State game, Michigan contested ninety percent of Florida State's shots. Yeah, that's crazy. You I think, mean, that what that game you was think in about, the fifties. You think about every time a team was able to get in transition or you know layups coming around the corner, those are counted in that. So the fact yeah. that ninety percent, nine out of ten shots, Michigan got a hand up and was contesting that's ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. But I mean, we're gonna hope that the three ball is flowing. I don't know if the th- if if they shoot. Let's if they shoot forty percent from three, the tournament's over. It's over. You can book it now. Book it. If they they can't, they will not lose a game. If they shoot forty percent from three. I know. Unless unless their defense just fails them, because they're not giving up eighty points. If they hit forty percent from three, they're getting to 75, 80 points. They're letting up sixty points a game. One of the predictions because the predictions had scores. Oh boy, it was ugly. Was it like eighty? There was somebody that had a, had Loyola scoring eighty three. Give me a break. I've heard many. I've heard. I think someone from the Ringer said, "It's." I mean, is, the, is it the due, offense? Are, they, are we due to give up a lot of points? The off. They say the uh, the guy said the offense is the most sophisticated offense in the country, only second to Villanova. Well, you know what? You know what we have about that? We have uh, Luke Yaklich. That's what we have. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you the download. You, Luke, God, I can't even say his name. Luke Yaklich, assistant coach for the Michigan Wolverines. Okay. Um, the defensive mastermind behind the season turnaround. I don't think you were aware of this. Mm-mm, no. He's the defensive coach this offseason that Beeline brought in, and he's known like throughout the country as being like a defensive guy. A maestro, yeah. So I mean, obviously that's that speaks for itself as far as our season turnaround. Yeah, he was at Illinois State before coming to Michigan, uh-huh. who plays in the Ramblers Conference. Uh-oh. 
He was 7-1 and one in his career at Illinois State against Loyola. I like that stat. Where'd you get that? Oh, no, it wasn't. I'm an encyclopedia over here. <laughs> no, some ESPN article. Also, <laughs> in my, uh, in my uh, history of intercollegiate athletics class, one of my group members did a question and answer with Yakovich, actually. Oh, really? That was one That's of his cool. Q&As. So, yeah, defensive mastermind that has really come to fruition this year for our team, and I think that's a big deal. Uh, Anthony Wright on Twitter said that also— I hate that stat now that I'm thinking about Also, it. familiarity can hurt you as well. Yeah, yeah. Because then, you know, they'll know some of our schemes maybe on defense, but it's 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 worth saying. It's worth yeah, saying. Yeah, no, like 7-1 and one is— it's worth. It's worth—oh, man. Yeah, but we have a lot of athleticism on the defensive side, a lot of agile guys that can move laterally super well, and— I don't know. They don't foul. They don't foul a lot, except for Mo, because he's an idiot sometimes, and I have to get pissed at him. But you know what? He gets back to the bench. We have trust in John Pesky. Yeah, no. Yeah. He's a better yeah, who's, defender. Who's been playing really well. He's been given quality. I'm excited for next season, too. I'm not going to look too far ahead, because I'm enjoying every second, every you minute better of this. Enjoy, yeah, please. <laughs> we're, but, we're not going to talk about next season until the season's over. Right, right. I don't know. I'm just hoping that we're celebrating in the streets Saturday, Monday. I just want I I would love that experience. We've waited a long time for something yeah, like I was, this. Yeah, I was saying like they like we deserve this. <laughs> I hate saying it, but the seniors at the school have gone through a lot. Yes. We've gone through I'd say the epitome of like all encompassing what we have gone through would be <laughs> described by the Utah game our freshman year that was post like delayed, postponed, oh, we stayed mess. at pouring down rain. <laughs> Shane Morris comes in the game, throws like three interceptions. <laughs> it's pouring down rain. It's dark outside. Yeah. We ended up going to a friend's dorm room to dry off and wring out our clothes. I think my phone broke because I got water in it from the pouring rain in my back pocket. That was a mess. I don't even. I I completely forgot about that game. That yeah. was a mess. I, that's just when I think of like what <laughs> I, what we've endured. I think of not that NJIT. Game. No. Not just the five. What was it? Five and seven season. Four and eight season. That was the four and eight season. Was it four and eight? Yeah. Yeah. No. That's what like. I guess that game was. I'm part saying of like it. that's just like what I think yeah, of to all encompass everything. <laughs> it was a low point, but we could have ended on a high point. It has to come full circle. <laughs> another thing, another thing I was able to listen to was a piece that involved Zach Novak and Stu Douglas. Yeah, okay. And I it think was I saw it, but I didn't read it. It was kind of how everything has finally come full circle as far as a beeline program. The yeah. process has got run its course. They were the building blocks put in place. They Absolutely. were the first guys yep. to turn around that mid-2000s, late-2000s tragedy of a program that was Michigan basketball mm. after the Fab Five. Beeline got his guys in. He got the environment, the mm. tradition that he wanted to start. You know, the legend, the legendary, I think, now that he can be considered coaching career that he's going to have here is going to be you know set in stone he's going to go down i think no question is the best basketball coach in michigan history i think and he's probably he's the best coach michigan has right now in any sport what if he wins the title are we now at the point where he's the best coach michigan sports that's soft no it's because all the he's basketball football he's he'd be better than bo because bo never won if if we want to go into technicalities basketball and football I'm not not because it's like the softball right, programs you're no. crazy. Yeah, I mean, H- yeah, Carol Hutchinson yeah, is probably so, the best. Yeah. If we want to go technicalities though, it's Fielding Yost. Okay. And just cuz you don't know Fielding Yost in like a 3-year span, yeah. won 3 national championships, never yeah. lost a game and outscored opponents 200 I was <clears throat> two, <laughs> 281 to 0. Yeah. I 
and it wasn't like it was I just. Caught, it wasn't, I'm it, just thinking football. And I understand. Basketball. I understand. That's going back yeah. to early 1900s. But like, if we're going legit technicalities, yeah. There, and it wasn't just like the talent was spread out and things because before him and after him, like everything was yeah. normal. <laughs> yeah. But then, like during him, like he literally had a span where of two or three seasons where they outscored opponents 281 to nothing. Well, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, no. <laughs> Be my, he, He's he, the best basketball coach. I think he already is. Who else? I guess Fisher. Fisher, in a unique situation. I didn't know his situation, how he ended up kind of grandfathering into the national title in 1989. I watched a video on that. There's the, a lot of stuff coming out. Did now. you did you know that he was in he was introduced as the interim head coach right before the tournament? Our head basketball coach took the job at Arizona State mm-hmm. immediately following the regular season in eighty nine. Mm-hmm. And then Bo was the athletic director and he said you're not if you're not a Michigan yes. man, if you're gonna take another job, you're not coaching this team in the tournament. Yes. And Steve Fisher took it under yes. and won seven I, games. I did, if he I didn't did win the that, national yeah. championship, Steve Fisher probably wouldn't have coached that team. He no. probably wouldn't have been hired as the no. head coach. I don't know. Crazy yeah, story. Yeah, no, little, I, yeah. A little look that. into Michigan lore for all of our, our, our <laughs> listeners out there. Interesting story. I, yeah, I do, yeah I, I do remember that, how he only coached that tournament. Like, that was his first time coaching that and team. And then immediately following in the next two years was able to bring in Chris Weber, Jalen Rose, in one of the craziest recruiting classes of all time. Yeah. So, I, Beeline would probably have to win the title to be considered right now. But, hey, he's going to put in a pretty substantial body of work the way he's been going lately. Literally turning turning a program around from nothing is and the the people that he's turning through the program, the men that he's creating, it's not there's there's like, like these guys are staying three four. Some guys are leaving early, but the most of the the guys that the juniors and seniors they contribute. They're not just the junior and seniors that defend. Sometimes like no. they're the big time guys they that they lead the team. Yes, like they've grown as people, and that's why this article that I was talking to you about has come out now because that thirteen team wasn't his process coming full circle because that was a lot of talent because they team. had the NBA talent that was I mean that's not kind of what this team has represented this team has represented the years of grind and hard work that he's used to improve yeah. players throughout the system develop players and now defense is becoming into that identity yeah which is kind there, of nice, the is NBA awesome. talent here is it's right now it looks like it's Mo and Mo right now I don't know if was, he might be a low first round pick yeah, probably. He probably late if first. If he left. He probably, I don't know where DJ got drafted. I think he was like 17. Probably lower than that. Yeah, that was that's high. But he's he probably low first round. I think he's probably going to come back, but we'll see how that Still goes. Still got to put on more weight. I'm worried that he's going to go just because, of, yeah. especially if we win it all. Yeah, I think if, if they win it all, I think he's gone. All bets are off. Right. I'd love to see him back here. I think Charles Matthews has a chance to be an NBA talent. He's... Um, it's it's a long shot right now, but he definitely he's, has the physical build oh, and he's yeah. got the intensity and athleticism where he could he could play for an NBA team. He's got an NBA body, NBA athleticism. He he makes some mistakes sometimes that mentally at this point we have to deal with. Mm-hmm. You have to take because it's just you take the good with the bad, right? But he's lately he's been minimizing those mistakes, and when he does, he's been more than making up making up for those mistakes elsewhere on defense and on offense. He's just so long. He's another good defender that, say, say Michigan wins against Loyola, they got Villanova, you can throw him on Bridges or Brunson, whichever one you want, and he can slow them down. The, the team is they're, – they're not playing well. They're not playing well, but they're finding ways to win basketball games. That's what you got to do in the cliche, tournament. And it's cliche, but at this point in the year – 
that's that it's literally all that matters because we you and me we don't care how they win we don't it was ugly on last saturday okay there's no analysis now it's just how are they going to play the next game it's not oh look at the trends but if i could choose between michigan beating um houston by 15 and us winning on that buzzer beater no it's a buzzer beater. it's a no-brainer yeah no i i've enjoyed the close games it's fun it's fun. The Florida Most, State game was fun. Mostly because we were a little loose. There, I wasn't as stressed. I feel like. <laughs> no, I like I like the close. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. I had my hands in my face when Duncan Robinson was hitting those free throws. How about that? We haven't talked about that. Co- Have I even talked to you about the no fouling? Have we even talked about that in depth? How the coach just didn't. He he just stood there. He's walking a. Shake hands. Yeah, with ten weird. seconds left. Really weird. Are you calling conspiracy or no? No, that's a lot. If you call conspiracy, no. I, 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 I kind of want. That's one thing I wanted to go back. Was he walking like over with ten seconds left, or was I, he standing in his bench? Because my dad, I at, think came, he turned. I think he started okay. to turn. Like he stood there, arms crossed, and he was like turning with okay. with seconds to go. Yeah, because my dad was under the impression, not under the impression, but he had the theory that. He was actually taking bullets for his players in these press conferences and playing like dumb on purpose because he told his players to foul and they just didn't. So, like, he was. No, no, that's what my dad thinks. He's thinking that he told his players to foul and they didn't, so he's taking the bullets. Was there video, maybe? That's what I want. I want to go back and watch. I don't think there was video because I I feel like that would have come out, but they were talking about that thing on, on Monday and Tuesday about that interview about how they didn't foul. I. I was shocked. Yep. I was shocked. And everybody around us was shocked. Because they, what was it? They missed the three and it went in the corner. And they had Duncan Robinson, who obviously is, what, 88, 89% from the line. Yep. So not the guy you want to follow, but you're down four with 10 seconds left. I see Elite Eight, for God's sakes. Oh, my God. If it's the first game of the season, what? Yeah. Foul. If you don't foul, you lose. If you foul, you probably lose, but you might win. I don't even have to do the odds. Great in depth, great in depth. Analysis I know. There. I don't need to give you the <laughs> point percentage points that a foul and a missed free throw would contribute. If you don't foul, you're gonna lose. You go home, you lose. If you foul, you have a chance. Yeah. If it. If but thank you. But thank no. It's yeah. <laughs> Open arms. Yeah, yeah. Wave it in. Come over Wa- here. Waving yeah. that W. <laughs> over here. Waving that W. Uh, Tony Bennett, AP Coach of the Year. Yeah, interesting. Awkward because they are, they obviously vote before the season, before the tournament. It's awkward. Beeline's finalist for CBS. Yeah, I saw. But I assume that's all encapsulating. I mean, Jay Wright's gonna get it. Beeline needs it. <laughs> he needs it. Look, it, hey, like if we're looking like the talent we got and like the job that he's done over the course of the season, Villanova is more talented, and they've they haven't had to deal with a lot of adversity. Villanova, yeah. I feel like they're just really good. I feel like from like <laughs> just a, win games all the time. I feel like time. from a pure coaching standpoint, it, it should go to it should go to my band Beeline. And he just set the program record for wins. Yeah, thirty two. Man, that's hopefully, a lot of wins. Thirty two and seven. Hopefully thirty four. Oh my god, that's that's what I want to look up. I want to know if this is the lowest all time loss. No, least loss. All time winningest Final Four. It's gotta be Loyola thirty-two, no, Michi- hey Michigan thirty-two, Kansas thirty-one, Villanova thirty-four, <laughs> thirty-five. No. Yeah, it's there's a hundred and thirty, <laughs> hundred almost almost one hundred forty wins in this final four. 
they're four really good teams. Loyola can be the Cinderella. They're a really good basketball team. If you win 30 games, I don't care who you're playing yep. in college. I don't care who it's you're playing. It's tough to grind out wins. You know, you know how to win. Congratulations also is in order, I think, to the Ferris State Bulldogs as Absolutely, well. Absolutely, yeah. Division II Go national dogs. champs. They won. Talk about winning a lot of games. I think they won 35 <laughs> games. The far and away one seed in that tournament, so congrats to them. Shout out my cousin, Brittany. She's a student there. <laughs> she re- she, she really enjoyed that process, followed them throughout their tournament, so congrats to them. Hopefully, we could take home the D2 title with Ferris State, um, the NIT championship with our fellow Big Ten school, Penn State, a team that Michigan— <laughs> We can't say we take that. The Big Ten, the Big Ten. <laughs> I thought right. you were doing Michigan. And then Michigan, you know, Michigan just— yeah. Oh, God, I hate saying this. I'm expecting a national title come Monday. I'll, I'll, okay, look. I hate looking over Loyola. Okay, but hey, I I'd be shocked. Obviously, every team that's played them has been shocked. We know that Michigan's not, so we can. Let's just say that. Yeah. I I just don't see a way that they lose unless they just play really poorly. I don't think Loyola can beat Michigan based on just them playing well. Like Michigan, I believe would have to play very very poorly. To lose. Which could happen. And you know what? I'm not prepared for it. I was going to say, I have, I'm to, not. I, have, I have to prepare myself for it. No, but you can't. Hell no, I ain't doing that. To, in like 24 hours literally from right now. Tip it, off. Yeah. It, I'm A loss just isn't in the realm of possibilities for me. Now, if they were to win and go Monday, that'd be a nervous game. Yep. Because you'd be back in the underdog position. Yep. But even then, you got that, so it's just, let's just swing for the fences. You're the underdog, let's just go do it. It, and would, then, it would hurt to, to endure in a in a five-year span two losses in the title game. Though. Oh, no, it'd be terrible. It'd be terrible. This one won't get vacated, though. I It looked like this one was going, it was destined to be vacated. But I think all the teams are clean. I don't know if Kansas is clean. but Kansas I, isn't clean. Is Kansas not clean? No. I don't know if they were named in that report. I don't mind Bill Self. I know a lot of people hate him. I don't mind him, but I, there's no way that stuff's safe over there. Oh, you're, over there. oh you're saying? Oh, you're just... That's not fair of you to do that. Hey, man. Well, then why not Villanova? They're a good team. Yeah, but Jay Wright's handsome. Bill Self is, like, southern handsome. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not like an insult. It's not an insult, but like he's like because he's a little bit thicker. No, I was about to say he's got, you know, he's got like the, uh, what's the word? Because Jay Wright for? is like fit. Bill Self is older too, I think. Is is Jay Wright fit or is it the three piece suits? They just tighten him up like a corset. Yeah, I I'm uh, I'm willing to say he's fit. I'm not going to go well, on Self the record saying. Self has let's say they're the same height. I'm not going to look up their heights right now. Self's got 30, 40 pounds. Welcome on to him. Mac and B's, where we, <laughs> where we oh, c- compare the physiques of the opposing other side of the bracket yeah. head coaches. <sighs> Beeline, older and visibly insane. Yeah, like visibly. One of the more. How old is he? Is he in his seven? He's in his seventies, right? He's close. I'm gonna go sixty-seven. God, I hope he's. I hope he's at least that old. I don't want to overshoot him. Sixty-five. Yeah, he's because he wears just the dress. Dress shirt so you can see anything you want. Yeah. He's no, got he, no loose skin. He's fit. He's very fit. I think he goes out of his way to make sure of that. He looked like he got no sleep on Saturday, though. I remember seeing him in his he, interviews. He probably didn't. I 
we didn't dis- I want to discuss this. So what do, what do these coaches do this week? So they have a pretty substantial staff. Are one or two people tasked with a going like for now for the final four? Maybe not earlier uh, games, just because the talent's not as high. But for Kansas and Villanova, do you think he he gives like one of those one or two of those guys a task to like scout those teams? Yeah, probably ahead of time, most likely. I wouldn't say they're doing extensive work. Like because, this week. because the preparation for Loya is probably difficult. I mean, no, you, it you, is. You have to you find don't know you have where... to find tape from their games. I mean, obviously, you look at the tournament, but I mean, I feel like the teams that are more on the national stage in the spotlight a little bit more. They already it'll have be, it'll an be idea. decent because you, you know how everybody knows how they play. So everybody's been yeah. everybody's been analyzing all season long. So you know the guys you have to stop. Loyola's got a lot of guys you have to prepare for. I That's I mean they, they they got seven eight guys that can score. I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, we didn't put any time into any the other side, but I think they are as close to always, all in on Loyola as you can get. Because yeah, you got to win the next. Yeah, one. no, I think they have to. But that was a that was a thought that came to me. For these kind of things, where there's a week to prepare for one game, and then it's just day off another game. How the tournament goes? Right. I don't know how they prepare you. Because you're not you're not if you if you plan because Beeline obviously isn't planning for Kansas or. Villanova, he's planning for Loyola, but he's gonna get no sleep if they win on if they win Saturday. He's getting no sleep for the next three days after that. Right. Oh yeah. Because he's got to prepare, like like no sleep. Like he probably won't let himself sleep because how can how can you sleep? I wouldn't be able to sleep because I'm thinking I I could be I could be studying film. Like I can sleep in two days. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's very exciting. Terrified. Are we going? Of, are we going back to our home to watch the game? Yeah, a lot of butterflies. We'll be having beats keeps. Yeah, Never. so we're undefeated at scorekeepers. Early tip off, so the tables might be out. We might be able to get tables. It. Won't be out. No, no. I I didn't think so. But there were tables out last Saturday. That's true. It's just those guys stayed in the tables and they didn't move them. Mm. So it's just a matter of that because people might go to watch the game at six thinking that they're gonna have the tables out, but they have to clear the space so they just. They're, they're students that come and they just stand standing room only. Full like full disclosure, or, like I just my tummy is turning now because I'm actually thinking, you're thinking about, about what's about at it? stake. I know what's at stake, and I'm not nervous. Good. I got I got 24 hours. And I'm not, know, and that makes me nervous that you're not nervous. I'm just I'm really confident in the team. Hey, because how do we sulk if we lose? We have It'd to be go, shocking. We have to go to Coldstone the next day and use my buy one get one. It'd right? be shocking, Ben and Jerry's. Yes. Ben and Jerry's, yeah, not Coldstone. Yeah, we we get some ice cream. We get ice cream right after the game. True, it's probably open. No, oh yeah, it's going to be early. The game's going to end at yeah, 8:15. We could hit DQ if we wanted to, but I do have the buy one get one. So yeah, I mean, we have the whole day in front of us. Hopefully, we won't have to worry about that. Just as we talked about last week, I said I hoped my voice would be in better shape. It is. But no thanks oh, to well, no. a Final Four run by our Wolverines. No, uh, no if. If they, <laughs> we've also we're also recording later, so you had some time to recover. Recover. I was a, I was a little hoarse, not as worse. Yeah, yeah, not as bad. But uh, but it's just a Houston game. It's what do you expect, right? But if they if they if they somehow pull this thing off, it, I I told you if they pull it off Monday, nine p.m. Like we get done with whatever in the streets celebrating with each other, everybody. And we're doing an emergency podcast right there, like two a.m. We're gonna so be yeah. Look, look out for a three a.m. podcast. Yeah, I can be be up be if they win. Words may maybe slur a bit <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> Jesus, the way you said it. 
I it just I'm gonna be hoarse. If they win, if they win that thing, it's gonna be after just screaming in the streets. I don't want to get out of myself. Yeah, because apparently Michigan has you know decided to go straight back into the winter, even though we got teased a little bit more. It's so. beautiful outside. Yeah, today. I know. It feels but like summer. I'm in a hoodie and I'm hot. Yeah, but it's snowing 34 on Wednesday. Bring it on. I'm not. No, no. Bring miss, it. Miss me with that. Bring it. Prediction for tomorrow then. I think we're, we're Michigan up our Michigan by uh, fourteen. Wow! Oh, you're over there playing possum. You? Th- oh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm terrified. Fourteen. What? What are they favored by? How much are they give? Five and a half. You know the. Uh, li- I take hey, that. You know the lines the same on both games. It's kind of sad. Villanova on the other side with five and a half. That's yeah. A- I told Chris to go parlay Michigan and Kansas. Money big. line because that's a big payout. I'm not a betting man. I told because I remember I <laughs> we like were, Kansas in that game. We were five and a half. I think I take Kansas too. But I said, don't listen to me because what we were, we were saying, Pistons favored by eleven against the Bulls. And I said I put all my money on it if I was a betting man. They went and won by like twenty. Mm-hmm. Put my money on the Bulls, obviously. Right. You got a score or just fourteen. Um. What, an 80-66 game? No. That that requires us to shoot. I mean, dude, we gave up 54 against Florida State. Relax. Don't give me that how. I got... Sophisticated offense. 73. Oh, my God. You got him in the 50s. 59. I got 76-68. Eight points. Why you talking like that, kid? Eight points. Uh... Top of the 13th Tiger game. By yeah, the way. no, we're in the 13th. You want to know how many errors are in that game? Yeah, there's five. There's five. We I got, got it up two over we, here. We got three of them. All right. I got a win, and on the other side, I, I if I if I was a betting man, I'd take Kansas with the points, but I think Villanova's probably going to win that game. What was, what, what was the score of that Duke game? I know they went to overtime. Oh, I don't know. Score. We just completely uh, forgot about Kansas. them. That was a crazy game. Duke game crazy game and OT deserve 81 85 deserve to go to OT and Duke was that Grayson Allen shot at the end of regulation how it didn't fall have you seen the bird's eye of it Mm-mm. oh my god it, it's even harder to ball all, all inside the rim it spins around and 80 percent of the ball is yeah. in the rim damn physics huh crazy it was what backboard Rim twirled around, hit the backboard, rolled off the rim. Huh. Uh, Unbelievable. We both got Michigan. I'll take Villanova on this side. I want Villanova if Michigan wins. If Michigan doesn't win, I probably won't watch the national title game. I'll just say it. I'll stay I like I watch at home. Right. Well yeah. What's, like, you, what's, your, what's your score prediction? Villanova, Kansas? Yeah. Oh, big. Big yep. high. Uh eighty two seventy eight. Nova? Nova. I got 79-74 Kansas. Villanova just bridges and Brunson can combine for 50 any given night. Yeah, I agree. I don't it's it this is all this is all on It's just who's going to be hot. Who's going to be hot it's for, all on for gut. 3 days. For some re- like literally picking my bracket, I had a Kansas feeling. This is I'm this is going back because I had Michigan State and Virginia in my money bracket. <laughs> yeah. But like in the in the bracket I picked Michigan, yeah. I technically made two brackets. <laughs> I have Michigan beating Kansas. Which is garbage. 
I've had like a weird, eerie feeling because nobody has liked Kansas as a one seed because oh, Kansas always loses. They always lose the big ones. They always lose late. It'll well, be, you know what? They just beat Duke. It'll be a Loyola Villanova final. <laughs> that would hurt. Not me. Like I just that would just hurt in general. <laughs> Who do you do you root for Loyola? Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I want to be a part of the the tournament win. Just have Villanova win and have like their dynasty, and then just like forget. But Loyola is just like Final Four. You lost to them in the Final Four against Loyola. Yeah, but it's got you got if that way you're back on the Cinderella train, and it's that you lost to the national t- champion. I don't buy into that. I don't buy into that rooting. I lost to the champ because it depends on the situation. It depends on the situation. Any situation for me. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> well, you're just, wrong. It's just okay. Lost to the, okay. Lost to the t- the in the tournament because obviously if you're in the final and you lose, like if you're in a, like a pro sport and you lose in the series, like it's not comforting that you lost in the title. With these tournaments, well, duh. Yeah, I I'm reiterating, for tournament style situations, look at me. Tournament style situations, I don't buy into it because then you're just you in the record books. You see, you lost to them. Okay, you lost to them in the Sweet Sixteen, but they won the whole thing. Yes, in the record books, is it going to hurt just as much five years from now? Yes, but in the it here, hurts more. In more, the, yeah. In the here and now, I need something to like comfort my insides just a tiny bit. I, I need find no, I can get. no comfort. Whatever. You want to talk some Tigers baseball? They're in the top of the thirteen, two outs. Probably bases loaded or some shit because we guy can't. on first. Okay, same thing. He's so I mean, ready for this dinger? It's a mess. The game's a mess. It's the first first game since 1926 with 20 plus runs and no homers. Oh my god! So it's never happened before. Cause the 1926, you take those stats with a grain of salt. Holy the, crap! There could have been a home run. Holy cannoli! There could have been a home run. They just, there was no replay. People were just watching. It's just backyard baseball in 1926. Yeah. So it's never happened before. I feel like that's guy be, on first and second. That's gonna be a. I think. Sorry to Sister Jean that I'm I'm ragging on her 26 Yankees that she rooted for. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she was alive in 26. Hey, she was like alive in 26. <laughs> yes. Like well alive. She oh. was. She was in a uh, grade school. She's probably in kindergarten or first grade, depending on nine, how that works. 1919. Man, that phone's really uh <laughs> phone's really going off. They really want the people really want to talk to <laughs> us. <laughs> she was sitting at her dad's lap watching Yanks at night because everybody watching Yankees because <clears throat> she's <clears throat> excuse me for that squeaking. I assume laugh. she's from Chicago, so she probably just rooted for the team, the Cubs. Wow. Oh my god, was she alive for nineteen oh eight? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> was she alive for the last <laughs> in my face? <laughs> like excitement. No, no, the laugh. <laughs> uh, Oof. Oof. Yeah, Sister Jean, uh, as from Bank of Ann Arbor, uh Sister Jean go- gonna learn the difference between heaven and hail. I love it. It's kind also, of messed up. I think when Jean uh Sister Jean asked what they were she was giving up for Lent, they yeah, said losing. losing. Well, Lent. you know what? Lent ended on Thursday, so yeah. Glad, glad you guys can splurge a little <laughs> bit. You guys can splurge a little bit and lose all the hell you want on Saturday. That Bank of America thing's messed up. I'm with it. Well, because saying 
it said Sister Jean is it's soon. A, it's a perfect. They it's had a perfect pun. They had nationwide coverage yeah. because of it. Obviously, they it was worth it. It was perfect marketing. Yeah, but it's, I said it's alluding to like an impending death. No, it's not. Like she's soon gonna. I guess she's not gonna. She's a nun. She's not gonna know the. But st- it's still like that's like death stuff. Well, I don't know if she's gonna be able to handle a Loyola national title. Let's just say that she doesn't care. Have you, she? I guess she's old. You can't see her reactions. She she cares a lot. She just, but I can't see it on her face. She cares a lot. I think if you listen just, to her press conferences. She no, cares a okay, ton. okay, fine. Like you can hear from it. her face. She's, she's it's she's weirdly smart, knowledgeable, and with it still. It's really, it ma- <laughs> really? and that's what makes me uncomfortable. So, hey, everybody, just please hold the calls until after <laughs> recording is calls. over. We understand that there's a lot you guys want to talk about. Tigers. We going to the bottom. First, nope. First and second. This is tough. I thought we were going to be on here talking about oh three zero count. Perfect. Three zero count. Polanco, the guy who reminded me of Delman Young earlier today. This Tigers. Okay, let's get into our Tigers. What we've been beating the bush. They're going to be a bad. They're going to be a bad ball club. Seventy one and ninety one. Yep. Yep. They will not. There's no chance they win eighty games. There's like zero chance. Like eighty wins is. Out of the question. What's nice about baseball though is with like the farm. I don't feel like you tank. Like you're not like you don't like tank. where you draft. It doesn't ball really in as much. play. It's gone. Pirates thirteen. Tigers ten. Oh wow! ESPN's GameCast. They got fireworks going off for home runs. This is fun. Uh, so yeah, Tigers zero and one to start the season. A thirteen ten loss might get uglier. Uh. <laughs> Garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was late. I was late on mine, so like I, I had to let I had to let it sit for a little bit just to make oh, sure the you fireworks? weren't pulling. No, to make sure you weren't pulling my leg, and then realize no. Yeah, they're gonna be a bad ball club. Garden Hire is not gonna do the job this year. He's a good he's a good manager. He's a good guy, but he delivers presents to all the little children around. They're the, gonna around be the terrible. Globe. I'm not gonna watch much of their games. I may not watch a single like Tigers game between the third and fifth innings all year. It'll just be I'll tune in maybe for first pitch. Like today, I'll tune in in the eighth inning if it's close. But I hear you. I'm just I'm I'm not willing to go in on a team that I know that's gonna be bad. Now, when they start off really well, and when they start off like thirty and twenty, and I'll be roped in, and then they'll go crazy bad the rest of the season but yeah, they're gonna we'll be a bad be, team we'll be the chicago white Sox. bad of, team don't really want to talk about them we'll be the chicago white Sox of last year yeah i didn't really want to talk about them anyway but i felt opening day people would like to hear some thoughts they're gonna good, be a bad ball club good pitching staff you know real good defense they really showed that today i think i don't know a, any of these guys that's the epitome of the scorebook you know only gave up 13 runs only three errors so that's ah! Damn it! There goes the record. It's a homer. Yeah. No, we're not even in the books anymore. Oh though. my God! We're not even gonna be history. Everything's falling. All right, apart. whatever. God, I can't wait to be on here celebrating a national title for our next podcast. Yep. We'll see you guys at Scorekeepers. Monday, probably Scorekeepers. I don't know. Yep. We'd have to go back. A lot of stuff. We're due undefeated next at Scorekeepers. A lot of stuff due next Thursday. But yeah, you know a lot. I got a quiz. Who cares? Uh, I have a final report draft due. Get this Tuesday. Yeep. Yeah, yeah. So got to get that finished. It's a just dra- in it's case. It's a draft, though. Yeah, whatever. yeah. All right. Well, for Cody McKay, I'm Bogart Life. Thank you for listening.
big weekend ahead. Send us good thoughts, good energy towards Ann Arbor. Pretty please. And San Antonio, not Ann Arbor. We don't have any. We don't have any bearing on what happens. But yeah, thank you for listening. Episode thirty, of the Mac and Bees podcast. For Cody McKay, I'm Booger Life, and as always, go blue.